Welcome to all visitors from across the universe. You are listening to Across the Universe, the Chicks with Accents podcast. Namaste, my name is Nick and I'm from India and I will be your host for this episode. Joining me today are, as always, my fellow Chicks with Accents. They are Geta from Estonia. Hi, Geta. Tere! And Sofia from Portugal. Hi, Sofia. Hello. Before we get to any movie TV stuff, I want to take this moment to say happy belated birthday, Geta. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank Woo. you. Yes. I'm old again. <laughs> it's, it's 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 who wants to live in this world anyway. It's fine. Uh sorry. <laughs> Off to a great start. Okay. But anyway, back to the episode. I know we had said that we'll talk about Argyle on this episode, but the lackluster reviews it has been getting has dissuaded us from doing so. Uh, we have a different topic today, sparked by the sudden realization of our podcast's age in the last ep. We thought it would be a very fun topic and experiment to talk about our favorite films of all time now. Uh, which coincidentally was the very first discussion Sophia, me and our other OG chick with accent Meta had on this podcast Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah. episode one, Redux. And of course, Getter wasn't there in that episode. So we thought it is high time to have this update. But first, we will do our interesting movie feature, which involves us talking about any movie or TV show that we've watched since our last episode that was good or bad or interesting in any way. Sophia, why don't yeah. you start? Oh, uh, yes. So I I've talked to you guys a little bit about this. I watched two shows uh, this weekend, two limited series. One of them is uh, fairly new, both on Netflix, so easy for anyone to to catch if they're interested. First one, um, I started watching From Scratch, that that's the name uh, of, the, of the series, and it stars Zoe Saldana. Uh, and I honestly, you know, it's not like a great, it's not like a great one. I just, I just started watching it kind of in the mood of, I want something light and fun. And this was just a story of like this girl, this artist moves to Italy, meets a chef, fall in love, go back to the US. Uh, And then it takes a turn, like quite a dark turn that I won't spoil. (laughs) But it gives it gives This Is Us vibes um, in that suddenly it's all very dramatic very much about like human drama very sad mixed with very happy and so it's that kind of roller coaster of emotion it has some interesting quirks to it it's also kind of cringe so disclaimer on that especially in the first few episodes uh but again it's just one that you can kind of soft watch although yeah be warned that it 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 gets very dramatic. And then I thought, you know what? I need something to get my mind off all this drama. And so I started watching One Day, which I think premiered fairly recently because it's trending, um, which is, it's the, um, it's the TV show version of the book. So they made the, the movie in 2011, I'm, I think, with Anne Hathaway. 
Yeah, and now they've made a TV show, but they're both both based on the same book. I didn't know this. Um, and I did not remember the movie at all. I don't remember what happened, which was... Huh? I've not seen it. Yeah, no, I saw it uh, back then. It was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. It was 12 years ago, 13. Uh, I didn't remember, which was why I thought it was a good idea. <laughs> To get my mind yeah. off dramatic things, it did not. Okay, it's very depressing. Yeah. It's like <laughs> so. I had a very depressing Sunday, you know. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. And then it's one of those things where you start and you just want to get it out of your system, so you have to finish it. You know, you you can't delay the pain. You have to say no. I need to finish the show today and end this chapter of my life. <laughs> uh, cool. But one day is really good, okay? It is. Mm. Um, Who it has someone it, I like? I feel the show. I don't see. I don't know anyone on that show. I think at least the the leads. I don't uh, recognize them. Guy was. Oh, the guy. This is the guy from White White Lotus. He's the. Ah, I haven't the, seen it. <gasps> I haven't not seen it. White He's Lotus. good though. No, no, sorry. <laughs> He's good though, and she's really good too. Like this is really well written. Like it's a, it's no, this is from scratch is kind of shit. But one day, no, this is a really good TV show. This is like mm -hmm. almost normal people level. It's got that British humor, dry. Uh, the girl, normal she's nerdy. Had no humor. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't mean in that sense. I mean. It's normal people good, full stop. Okay. Okay. And then more reasons to love it. <laughs> it's got British humor. <laughs> okay, okay. That British humor, which is like very dry, like she's like the nerdy type, mm. and um, and so you can see like sarcastic and all of it. Uh, and then he's kind of like the pretty boy, but it's, it's very well written, you know, because then he has all these complexes about not being smart, being completely aimless in life, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So they make like this odd pair. It's very interesting. It's, it's very well done and it's fun. It's like normal people, but with comic relief. Okay. Mm, um, yeah, but, but also depressing. So, especially, and it's not just because of their relationship or non-relationship, right? Uh, it's it's because they, they, they're really good. Again, I don't remember the movie. I have no idea if this was in the movie. It probably was. But they're really good at, like, it, it's set in the, it starts in the 80s, okay? So it's set uh, a bit in the past. But the issues, you, you see them since they finish university until they're, like, 30 like 40 almost so they go mm. through a lot of things and it's really good at pinpointing our pain points as well you know mm. like I, I was i was watching it and sometimes she would say something and i'd be like oh my god yes i know how you feel <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly that <laughs> like at some point they were together and she was like why don't we get excited about movies or or things anymore like we did when we were younger and i was like oh yes i know what you mean <laughs> <laughs> but anyway uh and other things anyway so it's it's very much uh worth watching one day i totally recommend it and i think you guys would like it for sure i i have not watched the movie 
because I swear mm-hmm. when I was a teenager I came up with this concept and then when I knew this movie got made out like, they stole it from me and I never watched it <laughs> it's, of, it's uh, of meeting the same day of yeah. being on the same day. yeah mm. So, yeah. I I mean I know it's like depressing and all. I don't think my concept I don't even remember cuz it was literally like mm-hmm. 15 years ago or something. Um that I had thought of it, but I just remember like watching the trailer for the movie and being like no. <laughs> <laughs> no, they made it before me. No. I know. It's not fair. No, well actually well the book was written Before. I know I don't know about I I've today yeah. found out about that there's a yeah. book. I didn't know there was a book. <laughs> yeah, so it's not your idea. <laughs> it was mine. It just I just it just I had yeah, it simultaneously. Yeah. That's that's amazing actually that you had such a good idea. <laughs> And you lost clearly, it. Clearly you could you could have you could no, get her come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you could have been like earning money from this Netflix show I if just, only I you had thought through. If only fourteen, fifteen-year-old me knew to publish yes. this idea. Yes, should have done that. You should have. You should have written it on a Tumblr page and then you know sue yeah. Nicholas yeah. Sparks or whoever wrote the book. I don't know. David Was it Nicholas Sparks? No, okay. come on, no. <laughs> no it sounds I, very think... Nicholas Sparks. Oh God, it's no, not. Think, it's better. It's be- I'm sure it's better. I'm sure. It's no, better. it's da- okay. it's David Nichols. I know. 2009. Was your idea prior to 2009? No memory. I don't know. <laughs> well, try because you might have a case here. If you can find proof. I don't think. I don't think David got it from me. Nichols. Nichols. I forgot his name. I David. was like Mitchell. What was his name? Anyways, but anyway, I I don't think. It's fine. I'm I'm over it now. Clearly. Yes, clearly. Yes. I we can tell. Uh, okay. Um oh, well. Getter what 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 have you brought? So I'm going to Asia. Um I've been watching quite a lot of uh Korean dramas at the moment expecting to see only happy things because I don't want emotions and um want to be emotion free. The first one I watched was a mistake because it has emotions and uh, I'm not going to talk about it. But the second one is a bit of a So I'm going to read you the plot before I get like what the name of the show. Just, you know, this is the whole synopsis basically. There's a woman who's a teacher and she teaches in high school and there's another teacher who's a history teacher and she's like, "Oh my god, that history teacher is so good looking. I love him." Um and so they go out for drinks all these young teachers like oh we should hang out blah 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 she gets drunk and so the history teacher says oh my god i love women who are very direct and open minded and go for the things they want right so she's like this is my moment i'm going to go in and kiss him what's like more straightforward than that so she goes out not really cuz she's drunk not realizing that the history teacher gave his go- coat to the math teacher who she not necessarily dislikes but they don't get along right like he's very moody and he always disappears on her and blah 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 and she accidentally kisses this other teacher in their school and you know 
in theory, this is already a good plot, but Koreans were like, no, mm-hmm. we're gonna add more mystery and magic to the situation. She is cursed. So her curse is that every time she kisses somebody for the first time, she turns into a dog. How and the only way a dog like she's a very cute dog i must say and what, what it could be any other dog like it's it's not necessarily a type of dog like her sister is a different dog her uncle is a, a lab like different dogs all kinds of dogs and this is a family curse like everybody in the family has it so um she turns into a dog uh she will turn into a dog for the next 100 days from 12 a.m. to 6 a.m. until the man she kissed kisses her in dog form and she can break the curse, right? (laughs) But he, the math teacher, is hella afraid of dogs. Like, very afraid. And in Korean drama fashion, it's not because he hates dogs, it's because he's traumatized, because he has dramatic past Always. incidences, he was bullied, there were dogs involved, blah blah blah. This is the romance I'm watching during me. And you might think, oh my god, she turns into a dog, what a fucking silly mo- like series, what, why the hell? Yeah. It's so cute. And she cannot tell him that he has to do it? Or, um, she, or can she tell him? They they necessarily well she can but they're like a- afraid because there's a storyline that her sister told her boyfriend and he uh, started to extort money from the family basically because he is n- was not a good so she doesn't know if she can trust him plus they ah. don't get along that well and so on and yeah. it's it's not like everybody knows she turns into a dog like this is in in a sense it's still like kind of like a secret mm. and. Yeah. Then there's a mythical creatures involved. Not that creatures, but like other beings, like gods. It's it's crazy. I know it sounds crazy, but it's super fun. <laughs> and I always love those kinds of like... I'm like half, more than halfway through. And I always love those episodes where, you know... Spoiler. They get together and like it's a secret from everybody else. And they're so giddy and blah, blah, blah. Like th- those are like... I'm, I'm afraid it will get emotional again oh, in the yes. end. Mm. always there's trauma there's there's somebody died in the past like years and years ago he asked the question why were you cursed and i'm like oh it's going to be something very sad isn't it (laughs) so so yeah but it's uh luckily it ended in january so i can you know start to finish it and it only has 14 episodes that's two hours less than usual so very excited this is what I'm watching. Uh, have fun, guys. Well, guess what? <laughs> I also have a K-drama, and it's 10 episodes. Oh. Yes. Um, it's Gyeongsung Creature. Um, <laughs> which is very different from uh, Getter's thing. It, it also has a creature, as it is there in the title. Um, but mm. it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fairly serious show, which I liked. I was kind of not in the mood to watch a cute K-drama. Mm. Um, I think the glory has destroyed me a little bit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I want one drama. Um, and I like, uh, it has Park Sujan, who was recently seen in the Marvels. Um, 
who I like mm. and I've liked him I liked his other shows as well like I liked him in What's Wrong with Secretary Kim and it was in class mm-hmm. five. but yeah so this uh, and it has Han So Hee who was in Jungkook 7 video so obviously like it's it's she's a very big deal for me um, and it has the guy from Squid Games um, the hot one uh, what did we call him Ghetto? Jawline? Jawline? Maybe. Yeah. He has a good I jawline. I think we called him Jawline. Yes, Jawline mm-hmm. is in this. It's a wee hard turn. Anyway, so the show itself is, um, it's set in 1945, Korea, but when it was under Japanese occupation, um, and it's set in the city of, in the city of Gyeongsang, where basically, um, I don't want to give away too much because I just kind of started watching it. Like I knew the sort of the people involved and I liked the fact that it was 10 episodes. So I just started watching it. I didn't know a ton of stuff about it, which is like, I thought it Mm. was a fun way. It was a good way of going about it because it was very satisfying. Like I, I really, nothing in the show is like something I've never, ever seen before. But it's just the story mm-hmm. beats and the character beats in the sto- show are fun. Like, they're just like, you. they go, they do what you want them to do and a little bit more, which is always nice. So, um, Park Sejun, the character he plays, he's kind of like, um, like, he runs a pawn, the biggest pawn shop in the city. But basically, he's like, you know, the guy who you go who has connections everywhere, the one who knows everything about everyone, who, you know, everything goes through the city through him, even though he's Korean. Um, and mm-hmm. the girl, uh, Han Soe's character, she's like a sleuth who, like, they have, she and her dad basically have been looking for her mother for like 10 years. And they kind of like, if you sort of employ them, they will find whoever you're looking for no matter what. Um, so the mm. show starts with like the main guy he gets uh, like he gets picked up by like the Japanese the commissioner of the town whose mistress has gone missing and he has to like find her before um, before the cherry blossoms fall which is like this like poetic thing that happens throughout the show um, and all mm. all signs point towards this hospital that is there in the city where basically so like the reason that i liked it it's like it's it was very timely even though i didn't want it to be but like it was and i couldn't stop watching it but it is about basically like in you know like an oppression and how occupiers and colonizers treat mm. treat the oppressed so the mm. main like the creature and everything is about like scientific experiments that the Japanese uh, military used to do on Koreans. So mm. it's like it it gets dark, it gets emotional. It's very very like actiony and all of that. But it I really liked like the the idea. Like I feel like a lot of it can be like metaphorical you know like how the creature is the pain this that whatever like how their circumstances kind of not influence but you know like they they how the story comes together with 
their circumstances in some way like how each character and i write and the reason why i'm saying that like you should watch it is especially because of the main character like park sojourn's character i really enjoyed his arc um in it uh there's going to be a second season but apparently it's going to be set in modern day which i'm not happy about um because i mm. really liked the period setting i really like it was very interesting i never seen a korean i don't think i ever seen any korean work which is set at this time i'm not sure so it was mm. it was really interesting to see this part of history and obviously like all the men look so good in those suits like why just keep it there just keep it there <laughs> why just keep it there it's so why? nice like jawline and his like little <laughs> suspenders and white shorts so nice so yeah and obviously all of the forehead so it's like it's mm. it's a good show it's a it's it's like it's it's quite thrilling show if you're ever in the mood for that Maybe I think yeah. I I would be more in the mood for maybe Sophia too though. Yeah, it's it's very like, it's not very K drama. Mm-hmm. There is a romance and mm. stuff, but it's very like mm. in the middle of, you know, everything that's happening. So there's always, you know, something else that's happening. Mm-hmm. Plus, because it's ten episodes, it doesn't really get time to drag, which is unfortunately yeah, yeah, yeah. a big problem in K dramas. So. that that's that but mm-hmm. it it's fun it's fun it's a, it's a good it's a good time i thought yeah yes that's cool okay so i think that's all for our interesting movie feature um next up we have a main discussion which is us revisiting our favorite films albeit not for a while recently like we used to do this before format in which each of us bring a movie and then all of us discuss it um i have already i have actually decided the order in which we will talk about the movies and there is reasoning behind <laughs> oh. it oh first will be ghetto because she's the newbie slash baby of the group and Aww. since she didn't get to do this on the very first ep she gets to do it now oh god next <laughs> next it will be me because my favorite movie that i have brought is neither of the two films that i talked about in the original episode ah uh, okay and lastly will be sofia who is actually truly revisiting <laughs> the film that she talked about more, more than 10 years ago Yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah, I still remember yes. recording that first episode. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so first up, it's Getter. So, oh, you start off with the weakest link, I would say, because uh, you know I'm really bad at explaining movies. Um. But it's your favorite. Yeah. Movie. favorites speak from your heart <laughs> my heart well actually in 2007 when it came out um oh my favorite movie is zodiac i i would name it as one of my favorites actually yeah. not like my all time mm-hmm. favorite only nothing comes you know like some movies come near yeah. it like some movies might even at some point of time you know top it mm-hmm. but like in general it's been 
Oh, jeez. It's been a very long time. It's been 17 years. Yeah. Is it 17 years? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's been... 17 years since this movie came out. I cannot. It, but I, I, I feel... I know. I, I can't. I can't understand that. That cannot be true. It's like... It's, it's a whole... It's, a, it's, an, it's yeah? an adult. It's almost an adult. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was just about to say that it's a whole teenager ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but I still feel like even now, 17 years later, now that I watched it, it doesn't get, like, doesn't get old. No. And I would come back to this uh, later on a bit. But it does feel very current mm -hmm. even now, despite the the year it was made was 2007 <laughs> um i think a lot of credit goes for uh david fincher who directed uh this movie because he had and still has quite a lot of eye and skill to bring stories like this to the screen and i picked this as one of actually if if, if you look at my letterbox that i haven't been to in in many many moons now um this and moon are two movies that are in my list and they both and even the other one which is um oh my god i'm forgetting the name sound of no I, what's it called oh, uh, i don't know what speed the, of no the one about the deaf people <laughs> the sound yeah yeah the, no 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 oh, no not the deaf people the, no the, the they can't the hear S sound of metal yeah they metal. cannot sound of metal yeah 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 hear. sound of metal mm -hmm. Deaf people. I I mean, I heard deaf. Ah, deaf. No deaf. I was like, no, <laughs> deaf. Yes, yes, yes. So, Sound of Metal, Moon, Zodiac are listed as my favorite films, along with uh, Fury Road. And even like even all the four are quite slow base based and long movies mm -hmm. that have these moments of very like tranquility and this kind of like silence and where you can like as a viewer think along with the movie and so on which is completely different how I like absorb media nowadays I want it quick fast <laughs> with women turning into dogs and whatever <laughs> so this actually I feel like even now still is like the movie that grabs my attention which i think is worthy of a all-time favorite because despite the fact that it's over two hours which i have come to wow. hate in life <laughs> i know it's two hours and 40 something minutes yeah. so it's really long it never drags yeah. Yeah. it never drags and i feel like movies tend to drag nowadays when they're two and a half hour longs. I don't know what it is, but even now I thought maybe, oh my God, I will rewatch Zodiac. I will feel like it's dragging. I didn't. And I was so glad because I was so afraid of this. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in 2007, I wasn't like this. I was like, oh, two hour. Oh, it's a time well spent, right? And nowadays, <laughs> it's like, I don't have this two hours. Yeah. Um, and it has a lot to do with uh, like like a very good cast like it has so many good names yeah. jake gyllenhaal mark ruffalo robert downey jr you have supporting cast dermot Mulroney. um there's chloe Sev i cannot say her name Sevigny, who actually was uh, recently in a, a movie quiz and zodiac was her first serious movie after an r-rated movie mm. 
And we got the question right because I remembered her from this movie. And I was like, that was her first role. And she looked very good in it, despite her coming from background. So that just proves, I think only Fincher is um, with later on Gone Girl was, is right? Is Gone Girl his as well? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He only did one mistake with uh, the big boob model. I think that's the only... <laughs> <laughs> Only time he oh, didn't manage the, to make uh, somebody look good. Yeah. It works. It works. It, yeah. It works. I feel like that was an audience. It worked for, for the content. <laughs> she, she, as, 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 as Amy Dunn says, the girl with the fuck me tits. Yeah. It works. Yeah, true. Like, it worked for the character, but I feel like, like you don't see her in other roles because that was just her role. Yeah. But Chloe Sevignon has gone on yeah. to be really good. Um... To come to the plot, I've not. I've talked about the the movie as a whole. Um, should I even talk about? It? It's about serial killer guys. I love them. Um, <laughs> it's Zodiac, and now I will come back to the fact why I think it's still current. I think it's because Zodiac itself is still a mystery, and it's still unsolved, and it's fucking annoying. And <laughs> you have these um, cases cold cases and older serial killers you know you, you got i think they caught somebody ages ago um who did bad things and he turned out to be an ex-cop and so on so i'm like when i watched this movie i was really hoping that maybe someday we'll know the answer mm -hmm. right yeah but at the same time i'm thinking i don't want to know it because that would make zodiac the perfect movie mm -hmm. and if we know the truth I think that would steal away from it. Mm. But um, I watched additional context, uh, like an additional video for, for this episode. And I, 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 I was very impressed how the crew and, and Fincher really tried to recreate uh, those times. It happens at the end of 60s, 70s. So in a long period of time where the serial killer is taunting mm -hmm. through press, which I think has like a, good meaning for me as well because now I work in press so it was like a different 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 viewpoint to watch it now because mm -hmm. it was so interesting to see like we like I don't know if we would post these kinds of things and they even published like the fear of like he talked about the school buses and little kids like yeah. I don't know if we would nowadays you know scare the public like that especially with you know the you know, internet and social media and so on. So I don't know if this would happen, but like in that context, like journalism and everything, it was so interesting to watch it again from a different perspective. But uh, it's it's so frustrating to know and to think, and like I said, to think along with them, because at the end of the day, you want the ending to be satisfying and it's not. Yeah. Like... I wouldn't say I like movies with that sort of open ending. Open, yeah, open ending uncertainty. I wanted to say, like mm. you don't know the end result and what happened, and you still don't know. But like in movies, you kind of like want to know the answer. So I feel like only a very good movie maker can make a movie so good that you will watch it i think i've seen it over 10 times for sure now 
definitely. That you still come back to, despite the fact that the ending is not satisfying in that way, that you're you're not getting the answers. Yeah. You're just getting more doubt, and you're getting more, you know, what a... But um, Fincher and everybody wanted to make the movie so real that in one of the scenes where there was killing happening, they had to bring in new trees and make holes in the ground huh? so they would have, like, trees there because there weren't trees there afterwards and years later. And I thought, like, wow, they didn't go to a new location. No, they actually went to the place where the killings happened. And, yeah, yeah, like... It's crazy, yeah. <sighs> It's crazy, and it's like actually like weird that I get excited about those things. Like, oh my god, it really happened there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm also I'm also kind of like a nut job when it comes to serial killers and true crime and so on. So, it it was an easy pick for as a favorite. Yeah. Um, will I watch it again anytime soon? Probably, actually. I don't know. It's really I good. Wish. I mean, Zodiac, the problem with Zodiac is it's, it's a little too long. And yeah, I guess because it doesn't have an end, that mm-hmm. it's mm. not as satisfying. Act yep. like, you know, when you want, like, I, I rewatch Gone Girl and Girl with the Dragon Tattoo a lot. But because that, mm. that, that itch is scratched, you know, when I watch them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Zodiac, that itch doesn't get scratched. So it's harder to, <laughs> yeah. like, rewatch. Um, mm. but it's it's that's so it kind of brings in new ideas though like like do you still think that Alan was the the yeah. zodiac yes it's too, it's too many it's yeah it's too many yeah. things to like not have been him yeah um there weren't any there were only um the word I'm missing there weren't any like DNA yeah. um confirmations no. though. So that's the thing, like at the time, was he that smart? No, I like, think that's like I think that, like baffles me. No, I think science just wasn't that good at the time. Yeah. No. Mm, yeah, they were running on I prints. Think they like there, it wasn't. It was yeah. prints, and they were saying like, "Oh, the prints don't match," and there was prints in blood, but that's mm. not really, you know. If, again, at the time, a lot of people would get away with it because if you just wear gloves. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not sure if it was but DNA. Nowadays, but I, nowadays, I think it was just print. Yeah, but now, but nowadays you could prove with DNA. With, if they still had like hairs or yeah, family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know how it is. It probably they probably don't. Like after I, I once yeah I don't know. I once read a book in which like they tried to find Jack the Ripper with DNA evidence. It was fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I I really enjoy, I didn't know that Fincher went to the actual location. That's actually really interesting because the thing that whenever I watch this, like, as in a technical way that I'm amazed by, is that mm-hmm. is that it's so di- it's like so much of it is digitally created, but it mm-hmm. looks so good. Like it's that's the thing with Fincher. Like Fincher fucking knows how to do digital. You know, he has such mm-hmm. a strong vision. I didn't even know that, that he really yeah. like. Like you know this the the shots of like the the city and that building yeah getting the cab driver yeah, yeah all of those ah. things are so well done mm. so well done yeah um and like I obviously love Zodiac it's a great film I it's I for some reason 
I always think it ends after that basement scene, you know. Yeah. The basement <laughs> yeah. scene is so tense. So good. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I just I didn't remember. And I'm like, why is there twenty five minutes still left? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Because but, it's not him. But yeah. My, yeah, but my favorite, favorite, like it's not even a scene, but it's just like it's just a Fincher thing to do. Is that like time jump which happens on a black screen, which is music and news reports? It's so mm-hmm. clever. It's so clever. He's just he's. He's, it's so fun watching a Fincher film. He just like tries. Yeah. He just does such fun. And it, this is actually like, I would say one of his least flashiest films. Yeah. In many yeah. ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just delivered. It's very, it's very story yeah, driven. It's very like investigative thriller. Yeah. Just you know, you go to one character to another, and you just watch it yeah. while. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, on the on the recreation part, actually, the costume designer as well. Like for the victims, most of the clothes and stuff, and and the scenes were actually also recreated, quite, quite lifelike, basically. Yeah. Basically. No, uh, Which is kind of like scary, kind of scary. You think like, oh my god, you're somebody, you know, whose relative yeah, got the, yeah. killed by Zodiac, and there is just like, oh, she she wore that dress. Okay, great. Nightmares. A little too close to home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I but at the same time, for for crime people like me, love it. But, yeah, but also yeah. like I mean, they also sure. directly address it in Zodiac, but they made Dirty Harry while all of this was going on. Like, people, yeah. <laughs> people got to see it like live. Um, <laughs> but I also, I mean, I have I my favorite. Like I still think about it. Like back when I used to really love watching uh, roundtables, that mm-hmm. it was like this year, which had uh, Mark Ruffalo and mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. were there for whatever I can't remember, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they were like <laughs> re- reminiscing about Zodiac, and they were like, like I think it was Mark Ruffalo, and he's like, it's like the fortieth take. And Fincher is like coming towards him, and he's like, yeah, "And I, I'm just praying to God he fires me," but he just like mm. sort of walks behind him, and then he just like slightly fixes an extra, like his yeah. positioning or yeah, something. Yeah, completely. And, yeah, very meticulous. Yeah, and then you know, and and like, so and then and then Ruffalo is like, you know, that that, and then you know, like he he sees the full big picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's he's a true yeah. perfectionist for sure. Like, and you can see, you you can tell. But, but he also has fun. He yeah, has no, he fun. has fun. No, 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 it's fun for the... I mean, he's a perfectionist, but it's good for us. Like, I'm not saying. But maybe, you know, 40 takes, it, it can be... Um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but... Uh, um... as, an, as, an, as an editor now, it sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah, but at that uh, point, I think I think actors know what they're signing up for, though. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, and I'm sure that you know maybe the, the the that he's not like mean or anything. So it's it's mm-hmm. it's just exhausting. But maybe they have that sense of mm. in the end, it's rewarding because it really does. He really does make great movies. Yeah. Um. It it won it won and got zero. No, it 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 won. It didn't <laughs> didn't, didn't Sorry, it got zero nominations for Oscars. Oh, it's, that's it's fine. not very Oscar. No, I can't. Yeah, but that's 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 what frustrates me. Like today, you have act- none of the actors also like did like a very very standout job, which is good. I like that. Mm. I think um, it. You know, no. They- 
I think this team players for me. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's more like I think this is really just about the story and getting you through the story. Yeah. That's the impression yeah. that I get. So it, also, there, like there were so maybe. many characters. Yeah. But it also was was there were a lot of different characters and different storylines to follow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and it was like they none none of them like stood out from the other like no. none of them were prioritized too much for off the other yeah. which I find like oh thanks <laughs> like it didn't push some character more than the other and yeah. it kind of like stayed true to many aspects but but yeah even like I mean the sound or like the visual or something yeah. like. You got like zero nominations, Dude, and you have movies. Seven is like a, a tough year, though. That was, was like great. there will be blood. <laughs> yeah, no country for old men. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> it's, it's a tough year. It's a hard year. That was one of my favorite yeah. years. Imagine. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah because uh, there was uh, Jesse James as well around that time. Oh. Like I remember those years around 2007, 2008. I remember I did, there was some sort of blog event where we had to pick our favorite years. And I was mm-hmm. torn between 2007 and 2009. Mm. Um, so yes, 2007 is one of my favorite years. Oh my god, years. Stardust mm. was 2007. I love Stardust. <laughs> It was a, it was a great year, so yeah. so yeah, it was tough. It was um, Enchanted came out. Yeah, Ratatouille came out. It was a great year. Into the Wild. Yes. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the tournament. Yeah. Big year. Big I'm year. telling you, I I I wrote about it specifically. <laughs> you know, one thing that I I was watching uh, Zodiac, and yeah, it's a bit long. It can you can get a little mm. bit lost uh, in some moments, but yeah. but yes, that. That one scene of the of when he goes to that guy's house, the one who does the yeah. posters. Yeah. That mm. one scene was the one where I was like, "Oh my god, I remember this scene. This is the this is the one scene that I remember." And and um and it's so it's so it's so well done. It it's so is. well executed. The moment because the whole movie, you know, it's kind of like ebbs and flows in terms of tension. Mm-hmm. Um you have the Lee scene, the first Lee scene. Yeah. Uh when they meet him which is also very tense and you and I love I think he did this brilliantly where you as the audience have very clearly this sense of oh you know like you're trying you like you're, you're you're figuring it out in yeah, your, yeah. your head you're connecting the dots that's very satisfying for the viewer and in that scene of the the seller and everything like the minute he I just remember this vividly like the minute Jake Gyllenhaal enters the house and the guy enters behind him and closes Clocks, shuts, yeah um how do you say it in english he closes the he door locks, he locks but he locks door. it he locks yeah. the door yeah behind yeah. him yeah. and you're like oh no <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh no yeah <laughs> but that's that that's like like oh, so I, I really love those yeah i love those like thrills like that's like yeah i don't yeah. know it's like serial killer moments that i, w- I would think for- that i would f- fall for victim just because out of curiosity <laughs> like him, in. like let's go down yeah. into the cellar, and he's like, okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> because he could just, he just, he just had to know. He couldn't help it. I feel like yeah, he was yeah, just yeah. like, I'm in it. I gotta go. <laughs> but that's like that's like part of like what the movie is like. Like like you you as a viewer as well, you just want to know answers, and it's just like yeah, Nick I... said, it's frustrating 
to watch in the it end you... yes in the end yeah. sure when it's a when it's an end where they didn't yeah it's it's a little uh bittersweet but but the riot is fun the riot is fair. except for the yeah. really violent parts i i have zero tolerance now for that like the stabbing i was like oh my god stop yeah like, i know it was very real yeah it was a lot it was a lot also like I the forgot, stabbing was I a forgot lot forgot about the, the the woman in the car with the baby also like that was so scary Mm. Oh, Jesus. yeah <laughs> i know oh my god thank I'm, <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm kind of yeah. glad that we, we don't have super, i mean i used to have i also had a serial killer phase but i'm kind of glad we don't have serial killers yeah. anymore <laughs> <Just like> yeah <laughs> i'm the same i used to love true crime and all of that mm. um now my my tolerance has gone severely down but oh. um but but I, only but one I here say, right yeah <laughs> um no but i i do like the puzzle i do like the puzzle i just mm. don't like to you know especially when it's so real and again and then you said the thing about it it's being shot i'm so glad i didn't know didn't know that because <laughs> yeah. i would have been freaked out <laughs> maybe not all of them yeah. just, just, you know. but some for sure yeah, no, but you know yeah, yeah. another thing that I found curious about this movie? I don't know if you had this impression, but it's been a while since I've seen a movie like this. The characters, didn't you know that they speak so softly? <laughs> um, especially like Mark Ruffalo, he always speaks like this. Yeah. You didn't know this? Didn't I, know this? And I, I, they speak, and, they, and, and because they speak a lot like in public places, so they're, you're, they're kind of having like these secret conversations sometimes. Mm -hmm. um and so the volume is quite low like in on the voices and I, it always gave me like the feeling that i was eavesdropping on their yeah, conversation yeah, yeah. on like a super secret conversation <laughs> about the zodiac <laughs> you know yeah so because th there wasn't like this overt burst of emotion you know yeah. uh yeah, which yeah. you see so much no it's pretty level uh mm-hmm in that sense and i thought especially mark ruffalo his voice was so different here but that's that how he talks he's, was... such a, he's such a gentle voiced person and no yeah but <laughs> but he's usually like ha no but in here it was like he had like a little he had a little voice his voice was different here that guy was he's different in a good way it's a good thing i'm not sure I'm not sure how the real person talked. Maybe he was. Yeah. I haven't looked. There. Maybe he was like looking into the inspiration because I think at the time the movie was made, most of the real life people were also alive. I think eight. Oh. No, Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, character died. Yeah. I think before. Yeah. It says yeah. so in the in the end. <laughs> mm hmm. All right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure Fincher did his research and everyone sounded exactly like yeah, yeah. the characters. <laughs> Definitely. I'm sure. Yeah. Yes. Can you imagine at every like 40 takes and he's like to Ruffalo speak more softly, boy. I'm sure, I'm sure. I'm 100% sure. <laughs> Can we do it again more softly? <laughs> No, but what you said about eavesdropping, like, those yeah. are just, like, they feel, maybe they're not intentional, but I feel like they're so intentional, like, good movie making, mm -hmm. to have, mm -hmm. like, such a different detail that kind of, like, makes you feel something as a viewer. Yeah. It's such an interesting... Yeah. But, yeah. 
They definitely still love this movie. Yes. Thank God. Sure. I was very afraid. I was very afraid. When I pressed, <laughs> pressed, pressed play I was, and I was like, over two hours, I'm like, what did I do? I get it. I was afraid about my movie too. I was like, oh my God. Am I going to ruin we'll, my dreams? We'll, 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 we'll talk about how we felt about the experiment right at the end. Okay. 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 <laughs> so that's that was Zodiac, which we all love. Uh, next up is me. Uh, I have not. I mean, I don't know. I don't remember the first episode, but I know what my favorite two films used to be back then, and I'm pretty sure I talked about them. But like, as time has gone by, so those two films were Fight Club and Moulin Rouge. Uh, I still really love mm-hmm. Moulin Rouge. It's still in my top four in 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 the letterboxed. Um, Fight Club, not so much anymore. I think Fight Club is very much. It's really fun when you're a teenager. <laughs> it's it's as you grow up. It still rem- remains super fun, but then you know it's not a perfect film, and I can say that. And you know, as time has gone by, like I feel like currently Gone Girl is my favorite Fincher film. But you know who knows, mm-hmm. times change. Um, the other, <laughs> but Moulin Rouge, I've talked about a bunch. Um, the other yeah. two films in my top four and letterbox one was Frances Ha, which I've talked about a bunch, and mm-hmm. Gone Girl, which I've talked about a bunch. So, <laughs> so finally, I chose In the Mood for Love, which we have also talked about a bunch, but I think the least of them all. And I think if I were, you know, like gun to the head choose a favorite film it would be that um but mm-hmm. you know it's as as getter said like things change like it's uh, i used to think francis ha was my favorite film but i now really do feel it's a very favorite film of my 20s so yeah. um those feelings have changed but anyway back to my film which is <laughs> the mood for love um it is a 2000 romantic drama film which was made by Wonka Wai. It stars Tony Leung and Maggie Ching. Um, so it's set in 1962 in Hong Kong and uh, Maggie Chung is like she she's a secretary who lives who moves in with her husband to this this apartment and right next to her, her like she lives with like a bunch of family like however i was very confused this time watching i'm like how is this living situation um but yeah <laughs> but uh, and like right next door this other couple moves in which is uh tony leung and his wife and the film is very interesting how they choose to show or not show the spouses of both these characters because only the backs mm-hmm. of the heads are shown. We never see their faces. And we like hear their voices, but we never yeah. see them. And basically, as the movie progresses, the main two characters, Maggie Chung and um, Tony Leung, they realize that their spouses are having an affair with each other. And they, you know, they decide to like meet up and figure out in like a weird you know masochistic way like how this affair might have started but you know mm-hmm. it's it's obviously it's very conservative it's a very conservative time it's a very conservative place so you know they are very bound by their 
circumstances but as time progresses you know they develop feelings for each other so that's that's basically what mm-hmm. the whole film is but it is so beautiful yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the reason why this is my favorite or one of my absolute favorite films is i just i don't un- every time i watch it i'm like how did they make this like it's it's funny that um you guys were talking about like eavesdropping for zodiac mm. because the way the way this film is made is like it's almost like a secret you know like yes. this, mm. there's there's some and it's it's obvious it's, it's also a motif in the film but you know it's um like you're not supposed to know what it, like you know you're not supposed to it's like we're looking into the lives of these people and um it's mm-hmm. very funny like i was just thinking about our choices like when we'll get to sofia but like we've chosen like getter chose a thriller sofia chose a romantic thriller and i chose a romance <laughs> which is shot like a thriller like quite literally like that's what like wonka yeah. vibe you know it's it would be a thriller but it's really not it's very much romance and it's very like heartfelt and genuine about it like you know every time mm-hmm. you would think that it might go over it never does it just it holds it holds on to it so tightly and you know it's it it breaks your heart watching it and you just can't help it and it's like and it's never overtly heartbreaking it's these like silent mm-hmm. looks and lingering and the music and yeah. the way the smoke swirls and their glances at each other and it's all of it it's just like the way it's so intricately made but at the same time it's i can't say, actually no i used it, to think i used to think it would it's effortless but it's not because um there is a lot of thought in it but i just you know like when i try to i can't imagine anyone like actually thinking it you know it it it's like it's like born out of feeling but there is yeah. thought um mm. and even like that's literally how they filmed it like i they didn't really have like shot divisions and stuff like that it was a very like instinctual shoot and you feel mm-hmm. that but it's just it's because wonkar why is such a master that you know this time when i was watching you know you see like repeats of shots and like she's sitting yes. in a certain position in the room through the door you see her reading the newspaper and then you see it again at a different context and stuff like that you know so it's just it's just too beautiful and it just it blows my mind every time i see it and breaks my heart and all and does everything that films i feel like sh- are supposed to do so yeah that's yeah. that yeah yes. yeah this is this is definitely a movie that immediately like again i i hadn't seen it in many years yeah um but i remembered the feeling but immediately as it started i was like oh yeah i remember why i love this movie because it's just it 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 gets you into this kind of trance yeah um because it's such it's so almost otherworldly the way it's shot and the way it's composed and and the music the repetition of the music you know the cons- it's barely a story like it's that you explain the story and everything it's it's almost not the point yeah um 
you know, because I, I, I was I was watching the movie and I was thinking I could not hear a thing that they were saying and I would still love it. Yeah. Because it's almost like it's almost like a conversation where he captures everything but the words. So you can see, you know, the movements of the hands and you see their feelings yeah. from their body language and and everything. And I just remember like it, right in the beginning and it's it can it continues throughout the movie. But I just I just, it's these details like I just love the way, you know, she walks and she she runs her hands through the through the walls on the walls. Yeah. You know, yeah. And then mm-hmm. she just captures he captures touch. They're touching everything, you know, almost except each other. <laughs> mm. But, you know, she goes through the corridors and she runs her hand through the, the wall. And then she's holding on to the little pot for the noodles. Uh, they're, they're, they pass each other in the stairs and this repeats itself, right? And they just kind of... Mm-hmm. I, it's, it's everything. And then to use slow motion, uh, I, I think I said it's, it's, it's not pretentious at all. Yeah. And it's almost like unbelievable. How could he do that without being pretentious? Yeah. Because it literally, it's, it, it's, it's so, and I think it makes sense. Like if you said that it was an instinctual uh, shoot, like it was more about the intuition basically yeah. of the director, that makes, that makes total sense and comes through. And of course, mm-hmm. the leads have such amazing chemistry yeah. with each other. Like. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Um, so yeah, this movie—it's like—it's—it's it's really. I think it's one of the few movies where you can say it's really an experience to to watch it and not be and not be overuse it. This this expression, yeah. because you really just get into this kind of trance. I love the way he repeats the songs. I can. Yeah. <laughs> I just love it. It's... It could have been annoying, but he really isn't. <laughs> that, I mean, that's his trademark, though. Yeah. He did it in like Junking Express, also, even though you're yeah. stuck in your head. But, yeah, but yeah, the, exactly. Gets stuck like he uses like two songs in this movie yeah. or something. Fuck, Yumeji's theme. Over and Yumeji's over. theme is one of my favorite pieces of music of all time. Like it's it's so beautiful. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just, and we. I must. Uh, I, I must thank Meta for introducing me to this film because she saw it first. Mm-hmm. And then I think I saw it, and then think, okay. and then I think Sophia, and, you saw it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It that was, was a chain. Yeah, that was a chain. <laughs> so it was. It was. I remember like reading about it on her blog back when when we used to blog. Um, and I just, it's. In, I remember. I, I mean, the, so this time. Okay, fine. We'll talk about how the experiment was this time, but. Um, yeah, no, of course I still See, you get the you you, you want to talk about it right I know, away. I know, I know. I get like, <laughs> I, know. I, I have seen it a few times. It used to be coincidentally enough one of my Valentine's Day movies. So um, <laughs> just to really get that depression. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It used to be Bridget Jones, this and or and or Chunking yeah. Express and or Brief Encounter. So brief encounter. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. So um, it just it was like, and I've seen this in the big screen as well. I got a chance to watch it once. I was very very happy about that. But yeah, no, it's yeah. it's really magical. Get it? You have to watch it one day. Just watch it. Um, I watched 
like a short summary of it. I'm sorry. I gave you the short summary. That's all that happens in the film. Yeah, exactly. But this was mostly what the summary also did. But as you said, depression. Um, so I want to watch. Um, I, I saw both. I saw Sophia's Beck as well, like the summaries. And I was like, if I have to choose, I would watch this one. Yeah, this is not depressing. See, for me, the depression also comes yeah. from like the fact that like, you know, as someone who wants to make films, I could never make this. Yeah. Mm. You know, every time I okay. watch this, I want to give up filmmaking. I want to be like, <laughs> you know, because it's, nothing can top yeah, it. Yeah, in the way. Why that, even you try? Know, like, <laughs> because you know, I can like come up with like you know the set design and the production and this and that and all of like you know the statistical things. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. even as much yeah. you know through hard work, you know you can do, you can achieve certain things. And I think even if I do those things, that instinctual feeling, I don't know, man. I don't think I have that. Mm. And if I ever try to do, you know, and it's like because <laughs> be- because this has done it so perfectly, anyone else trying to do it now oh, would be yeah. pretentious. Mm. Yeah, does that? That's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's every time yeah. I watch it, it's like. Of course, I lo- I love everything about it and the romance and the, both of them. They're so beautiful. I love beautiful people falling in love with each other on screen. I love it. It's it's there. Yeah. It's there in Sofia's yeah. films too. But um, yeah, like especially when it's hard. Like yeah, that's the most romantic thing about it. It's because it's hard. Yeah, but then but then sad. But then I'm like, I could never make. Depressing. I could never make. This. Yes. I could never make this, even if I tried. He made this. It it, it just it, it it's like it's that thing. It just I'm also filled with jealousy, so that's what happens with this. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel like that about this. I feel like that about. There's like a theme a, in this episode about like Mad Max Fury Road because like people like it's just as Soderbergh said like it was it's uh, a miracle no one died making that film. So I I could I could do that. I'm, I'm too scared of doing anything like that. But yeah, but I love it. It's still very very great. What what did you what did you see in your video ghetto? So I basically saw the short summary, um, like all the things you mentioned actually, yeah. which is very interesting. You kind of like picked out everything that the video was also talking about, like how they meet and everything. Um, there was this interesting fact in the video that. They f- the lead characters who I understand are like literally the only face characters in in the movie. Like there are other supporting cast. Oh okay okay, but like they're you, from their family. You don't see the other. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Okay, so from their family perspective, you only see these two characters, and there was a lot of um, how do I say? attention put to the details of how they moved in into these apartments and just from the beginning like they got things mixed up and so on so it kind of kind of even that kind of like seemed to refer to the fact that their lives were already entangled even though they didn't know it yet or yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) 
So I thought it was very interesting. To, again, like just how Fincher does it as well, that these small things kind of like already tell a story and, 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 and so on. And he, uh, this, story, this video also like complimented the director a lot, saying that, mm. you know, somehow yeah, you, you, yeah, you can feel you can feel the movie or like yeah. you yeah. can sense the movie. And even from like these like sh short clips and and so on, you kind of like I sense that I would love this movie, but I need yeah. to be in a certain mood for it, and I I don't think I am at the moment. It doesn't have necessarily a happy ending. In they a way, they stay good. they stay good people, which I kind of yeah. like because. They, good, this yeah. movie represents the one thing that I dislike a lot in the world, which is cheating, um, which I hate. Like this is like I'm I'm very accepting and very open minded, but this is the one thing that I do not like. So in a way, they are the characters that embody the like you wouldn't do that to another person, but at the same time, their significant others are doing it. Yeah. So why not just you know fuck them and just you know go with the other one it just like it it seems so frustrating to me that their solution was to not you know act upon what we see as viewers and even that like i even i got frustrated just based on those clips <laughs> and, and how the movie was explained i was thinking i'm not gonna spend so many like is it two hours is it two hours i think it's less. i bet it's okay so it's like these oh, minutes long. with these characters falling it's in love with them and then being frustrated in the end. Get getter is one or thirty three. No. Yeah. yeah, it's not long. Still, it's it's still <laughs> it feels enough. It feels enough to fall in love with them and then be yeah. frustrated by their choices. But you also, and... but, but it's not like that because it, you get like you fall in love with the movie, like it's yeah. it's such it's it's so interesting to watch. Yeah, it's 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 like you are frustrated, but mm -hmm. that's like that's the beauty of the film because yeah. it's like you you know you you're breaking, you went off you're breaking a lot yeah. yeah yeah I I just like say it again I didn't say anything I just screamed because I didn't know what to say <laughs> so you didn't hear it. No, I was just saying, like, I, I like exactly what you said. Like, it's the fact that they're good people also. Like, the film, mm -hmm. every time, like, you think it it can go over, it just doesn't, you know. So, it's yeah. that restraint. Mm -hmm. That restraint is inbuilt in the film. And it's what you, like, it's, it's very rewarding in some ways. Because it's just like, ooh, you, you didn't go there. Good for you. Mm. Like, it's like, it's fun. It's, it's. I love it. It's such a good film. Um, I've never seen the sequel. Oh, 2046. It's very different. Yeah, I figured. Mm. I, 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 I didn't know if I wanted to. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't even, I don't remember that well, honestly. Yeah. I, it. yeah. I really like, like, chunking. I want to watch the first one. Like, I've seen it, but I don't think, I think I was too young. Um, Days of mm. Being Wild. I want to watch that because I have some magazine. Oh, I remember. Like a random thing that I really love about this film is the mm. fact that she repeats her clothes. Ah. Mm. I, I do. It's so nice. You don't get to see mm -hmm. it ever. And it's like, and they're, and they're so beautiful. And mm -hmm. she looks so beautiful yes. in them. But also like, 
clothes are like an important plot point in the film so mm-hmm. you know it's just it's so clever about that i love it i love the fact that yeah she 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 repeats her outfits it's that's good i think nice... i think i saw a video like i thought was it modern girls or something on youtube something that was discussing that the show was also doing like repeats outfits or like outfit elements hmm. and i think they're doing it more like yeah. because people consume so much uh and they start to notice these things especially in social media era so like maybe because that's a very lovely trend for me i think because mm. i repeat my outfits every day yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i would feel very connected to the characters if that's they did that. a lot my more realistic favorite, for sure i mean we're going on a segue but my favorite ever like repeat outfit plot is in broad city if you've seen broad city there's this blue seen. dress mm-hmm. that she has that every every season it makes an appearance and it's always great <laughs> it's so good um, you yeah. see the dress and you're like this is good this is good episode yeah yeah and like the dress the dress becomes a character you know it's like we, yeah. it's, every time it is brought out they're like okay yeah the dress so it's <laughs> it's fun okay um so now last but not the least Mm-hmm. Sophia, who is truly embody- embodying our experiment today, <laughs> like yeah. um, yes, Sophia, go. I, I guess I never, I never changed my favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never changed, Sophia. I haven't changed in ten years. <laughs> Not a thing. Uh, <laughs> so I guess, unsurprisingly, I picked Notorious. That's the rewatch. Um, it's a it's a movie from the forties. I used to watch a yeah. lot of old movies. Uh, people always underestimate when I say old. They think, oh yeah, from the nineties. I'm like, no, forties. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild uh, now that people think nineties is old. I mean, it was always like so annoying. Like, you should yeah. say, I watched movies without the color. Without color, <laughs> black and white. <laughs> no, I mean black and white. Yeah, but anyway. Um, so yeah, we're we're in 1946, and it's directed by Alfred Hitchcock, which is one of my favorite directors. But that's not surprising. It's easy, I guess. It's, it's a lot of people's favorite director. Um, and it starts Cary Grant, as it should, and Ingrid, <laughs> <laughs> and Ingrid Bergman. Also really good, and Claude Rains, which also is quite brilliant in his role here. Yep. Um, I'm kind of like getter here. I'm just gonna follow my feelings and talk about it. <laughs> But um, plot-wise, to surmise, uh, Ingrid Bergman she plays Alicia, and Alicia is recruited by U.S. intelligence to spy on. This man who was a friend of her father's, and the guy's a Nazi, and he's like conspiring with other Nazis in Rio, in Brazil, to do something war-related because it feels like it's weapon manufacturing. Um, but it doesn't. It's not super clear on that uh, the movie. It's but it's also not the point. Of the movie, yeah. Um, it doesn't get too into the details of their operation or what what is going on. And from the get go, you know, you know who the bad guy is and who the good people are. So 
you're set on that. Uh, the point of this film, basically, it's it's just the tension of her not getting caught. So that's where the traditional Hitchcock nightmare in this movie comes from. It's just that enormous tension of not not being caught. Um, and then there's romance, because the agent that is assigned to accompany her in this mission is a man called Devlin, played by Cary Grant. And I remember, like watching this movie for the first time you left such a huge impression on me like I just I, I absolutely fell in love with it and was borderline obsessed as we were at that age <laughs> with things how old were you? I don't you know what it was before college so I must have been like 17 18 hmm. tops hmm. you know I remember I was in high school so hmm. it was around that time it, Feelings, feelings were felt. Uh, it, it's, it's odd. I had an obsession with Cary Grant at a very young age, and I look at him now, and I'm like, he's very old. Like, what are you thinking? No, but it makes total sense. Anyone, anyone who's seen his movies knows that he was, he was really good. Um, but yeah, I was, I was quite obsessed, and so I watched a lot of his movies anyway. And this, his, his performance here, I'll get to that in a second. But he was really good, and it was, it was kind of unlike anything that he was doing at the time. Um, but anyway, so yeah, this movie just left an impression on me watching it again. We'll get into it, but I was, I was definitely scared. Um, and I just, I just, it's one of those movies again, I, I think in the same theme as in the mood for love where you just, you just really appreciate the art of making movies with this film. Yeah. It's very much, yeah, it's very much a director's movie. Uh, Hitchcock was very intentional in his work always so it's not it, it's not nothing unlike um uh what he's done here it's not one of his most famous movies um i don't think people don't usually know notorious um but again you have the classical like really good cinematography in some scenes i don't think that this movie excels in the way that other movies like vertigo and obviously that they, they are much more strong in terms of a vision and different in like being unique but you can definitely see like the mastery here as well and you see it like for me cinematography here like the cellar uh the wine cellar scene is beautifully shot i absolutely love it also again the classic tension that you get from hitchcock um in it throughout the movie not in every scene but it, it in some scenes it's quite subtle like I love the scene, for example, when they're... I'm going to get in full, full spoiler territory. We are doing this, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's like eight years old. Go for it. <laughs> it's past. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the, the stellar scene in terms of cinematography, then probably the most famous shot is the one that starts at the top of the stairs in the, in the party. Mm. And then it goes down to her hand where she has the key to the wine cellar, uh, which is a key element in this movie, uh, which Cary Grant took with him after, <laughs> after shooting. He kept the key, which I think is quite cool. I would have too. Um, so, so yeah, so it's shot pretty well in some scenes. Others are quite normal. Uh, there are some like more inventive uh, camera work, like when it's spinning, when she's hungover after waking up. I love that shot where the camera just spins. Um, yeah. 
over yeah with Cary Grant entering the scene there's a lot of shadow play um yeah and uh, yes so from a technical standpoint it's it's pretty good it's not his best but it's pretty good um and then the dialogue is also just brilliant um which gets me to probably i think the most surprising for me and my favorite part of this film my favorite uh, aspect of this film which i think is also which is kind of the romance um so the tension is pretty good even like the coffee scene when she realizes that she's being poisoned the way she yeah. the way because that's the thing about yeah because that's the thing about hitchcock right like she she finds out from just something that they say but other directors could have had her like eavesdrop uh on a conversation or watching someone pour something into the coffee no it's 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 like these little details and it just like it lights up like a light bulb in in her mind but anyway i'm i'm digressing my favorite thing <laughs> obviously <laughs> obviously the romance here and not in a in a traditional way at all and the thing that i thought was really stark here was um the fact that and i i i'm not sure that i realized this when i was younger but Cary grant's character devlin is so mean to her he's um, awful he's terrible <laughs> i don't think i realized this like the extent of it when i was younger <laughs> but i was just i mean it's it, it starts by what, what the hell does he do does he like knocks her out in the car <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i rebound i know i was like oh my god <laughs> and, and you kind of get this impression of uh like i knew how it ended so i knew his true feelings in a way but watching it i realized that maybe you don't know like does he like her does he not like her because he's quite mean and she's also mean like she also sends like little stab stabs him uh, stabs at him sorry uh sometimes but he especially especially because she's so vulnerable throughout the film she says from the start like that that she likes him basically um she's very very vulnerable about it and to give you some context again something that i also didn't remember i remember that she was kind of a drunk um she really she really is in this in this movie she's, she's a the mess. character mess she's a mess but she was also promiscuous which was quite shocking like you're in 1946 so i was like <laughs> i was watching this and i was like this is this is really chaotic. Like, <laughs> yeah. this woman is a mess. She's she's borderline alcoholic. She's she's messing around with all these men. Which again, these days it's like whatever. But at the time, um, no, not whatever at all. Uh, and then you have this 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 male character that mistreats her. It's quite mean. He keeps uh, mentioning these things to her, like her drinking and everything. Very condescending um but also in between there's like these little breadcrumbs of 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 love or of of whatever you want to call it like i remember really clearly that scene when they're having coffee in an esplanade and she just says oh don't fall in love with me and he says oh that would be really easy or that wouldn't be too hard or something like that which it, it baffles you right anyway so very complicated relationship at a certain point to shut her up, he kisses her, right? Um, 
And so this it's it's really good. Uh, And so and so that relationship sort of begins. Um, And yeah, the more you think about it, the more details you can uncover about their dynamics. Like, uh, like the way that he never admits to her that he like uh, before he actually does in the end. But he, ne- he never admits to her that he likes her. But like, in front of other people, he defends her. But with her, he never defends her. So yeah, as an adult woman watching this, I was I was conflicted. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, red flags, red flags. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But yeah, but it, but it is intoxicating, and in the end, he realizes that he was an idiot. Um, and the whole ending scene is brilliant. Like the the whole scene where he, where he rescues her is is quite brilliant. And yeah, and to top to finish, uh, I'm I'm not, I'm not sure if I've talked for a long time, but to finish, <laughs> as I was saying, uh, I I do think that. Um, oh yeah, and this was very unlike. Sorry, just for Cary Grant because if you don't know, he was the typical romance comedy leading man. Um, yeah. So he never played unlikable characters, and with Hitchcock, twice he played really unlikable characters. One was was here in Notorious, and the other was in Suspicion, where he played an actual bad person. So that was very new territory. Huh? It's really good. It's it's very good. He he's the actual killer. It's really good. Um, no, no, I'm not saying no. He's the actual. <laughs> it's eighty years old. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> it's psycho. Believe- he's the mom. Okay, sorry. He's the mom of what? He's Mrs. Bates. Norman Bates is Mrs. Bates. Ah, the killer, but not Cary Grant. No, I was was like, what do you say? (laughs) I'm supposed to be drunk, guys, not you. (laughs) Yeah, you're just spoiling. You're trying to spoil movies. Is that what you're doing? Yes, yes. Okay. In Vertigo. No, I'm not going to (laughs) say. In Bots, it's the Bots. It's the, the bus. Moulin, in Moulin Rouge, she dies. Oh, different yeah. director. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, no, anyways. wait. Yeah. <laughs> to finish, as I was saying, just to finish. So, in in some ways, especially when it comes to the romance, even though it's not like because when you think of Vertigo, you have the romance, but it's more like it's more like an obsession type of thing. Um, yeah. But in here, you I, you really feel the the feelings, and so yeah. watching this, I was thinking this is actually one of Hitchcock's most intimate movies when it comes yeah. to two people falling in love. You don't see that very often, it's, and it's very it's very physical, you know, as much as it could mm-hmm. be. And and you you know this. I don't know if Getter you do, but um, and with this, I promise I will con- finish. I don't know, but um, I think I know where you're going. Go for it. I like the the Hays Code. I'm going to the yes. Hays Code. Yes. Yes. So back in the days, there was the there was this production code. It's kind of like a moral code where you couldn't show certain things on screen. And one of the rules was that a kiss could not last longer than three seconds. So what Hitchcock did was he had Cary Grant and Ingrid Bergman 
kiss repeatedly over, I think, something like two minutes, but yeah. they would take little breaks. <laughs> so it would be like three seconds, and then stop a little, and then again, and then stop a little, and then again, and it's brilliant. Uh, and again, it's it seems so weird in the Hitchcock movie, but I mean, also North by Northwest had some very steamy scenes. Now that I think train. of it, with Cary Literally Grant, literally tra train going. Into yeah, the yeah, train a lot of innuendo. <laughs> Hitchcock was naughty. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's funny. Like when you couldn't, yeah, show things, you found ways. To yeah. to get to it in a different yeah, so yeah. so it's quite brilliant in that sense. Yeah, I really like this. I don't know if you notice, but I really like this movie <laughs> still. <laughs> yes. Wow. Uh, for me, shit, there were so many things I wanted to address. Mm -hmm. Like uh, you talked about like the looks and like all those shots. Yes, but like my favorite thing, which I think is like overall the main thing I want to talk about, is just. Seeing both of them in close-up, kissing, or like just mm -hmm. whispering things to each other like an inch apart, is cinema. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Okay. It's so good. There's, it's okay. just like, I was, I like at the end when I finished watching it, I literally like turned to my boyfriend. I'm like, good for Hitchcock. Like, he'll go far. Like, I'm just like, I was just like happy with like, how well it was done you know and yeah especially yeah. the end and the ending is like so dark in many ways yeah um, <laughs> yeah it's i i i, I always th feel bad for for sebastian in the end i was like i oh. think everyone does i was reading like yeah. the wikipedia thing and it's like they're like they don't know if Cary Grant loved her but that guy definitely loved her you know so it <laughs> <sucks>. <laughs> it's true <laughs> Oh yeah, I forgot um, to say that. Yeah, yeah. The Sebastian was in love with her, and she ends up marrying him. It almost has a fake marriage. Get like, maybe you would like it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you I feel watched... bad because he's totally used. <laughs> no, I yeah. I, I watched like the summary, I... and it just feels like the cut type of movie that you would love, and I wouldn't be yeah. bored with. Yeah. Like it's maybe. exactly. But I feel like. It's because I've never, I never had that um, Hollywood Golden Age Gary mm. Grant era. Mm. Like I never, never had that. Still time. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. Mm, I feel like Once you I'm get going into back. It. I'm, I'm. I'm going back to what I love, the vibes, which is okay. the '90s rom-com vibes. Right, and that's right. like what Korean dramas are giving me. Like th those are the vibes. So when you say old, then I mean old nineties, <laughs> <laughs> and you just go further back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> other things that like I enjoyed about this film were um, yeah. Oh, no, I remember. So the mess thing. Like I really, I did not remember, but she was like a very modern woman in many ways that character yeah. you know yeah. like i that's kind of what was the most surprising thing for me this time watching it like i have admittedly not seen that many old films i've seen like some of the famous ones but you know especially like this i think goes almost like in a melodramatic category in many ways like especially with her plot because it's like sure yeah 
she's it's on such a high for her even though not like not many things are happening every little thing has like major consequence for her you know so mm-hmm. so in that i don't like i've not watched many of those you know i've not seen like those douglas sirk type films i've not seen a lot of those films yeah so i i was like i was quite interested by like i found that very interesting this time and just like how how modern of a of a woman she was and like i as i like you know i i've been try i was trying to find links between our films so like funny you said like you know like obsession in uh, suspicion right you said that he was obs- that, that's about obs- more about obsession like over here that's vertigo no no vertigo oh yeah vertigo vertigo right right but um i think with like what kind of sold like all of this for me is that her love almost borders on an obsession you know like in the way that she absolutely just melts into him but yeah. like but that in the way that like makes me feel like he does love her you know like her love gives me faith in his love like that's the romance of it which is why the last scene where again they're like an inch from each other and confessing feelings mm-hmm. towards each other and like she's so good she's yeah. so good in this film she's amazing like it just it's it's that like i i found that very interesting this time yeah it's true she falls very fast very hard yeah and it almost seems yeah. like um like it it's it's almost more to do with her than with him yeah um you know like she's grabbing a lifeline or something yeah. uh especially yeah. yeah um it wasn't it wasn't uncommon in in old movies for you know feelings to develop super fast super strong yeah. and i used to, and be I quite, used to like, really dis- i used to really dislike old movies originally because of this I especially like i think i'd seen sound of music and like yeah. they fall in love in like a day and it was yeah. very <laughs> yeah you just you you, uh, you just have to get yeah just have to accept yeah, it in a way the first film the first film coincidentally the first old film that i saw which made me be like ooh like there's something to them was casablanca which has Okay. in the bogman and claudrains yeah so yeah. um it's yeah and obviously like that like the dialogue like they're just there are zingers oh, and yeah. there are like these there are these like insane confessions of love you know it's both things so it's it's very cinema so yeah, yeah i had a lot and of and and i love how like the thing about old hollywood they always these movies they always had those one liners right yeah. and we we used to get into this of all about noir yeah cuz what was the you know a cookie full of arsenic and there's just things that stuck in your head forever for me in here is it's when he, at the horse race he says you know dry your eyes baby it's out of character um yeah like so mean <laughs> it's so mean he's so, so mean. mean uh but yeah but uh no but it's he's it's hot. But he loves her. <laughs> but but he's also hot. He is, yeah. He is very hot. Yeah. He's very yeah. it's just and I I noticed that this time where he has that kind of like suaveness and 
walking around with his hand, like one hand in his pocket, the other with his cigar, like uh, with a cigarette. Um, like it's just very elegant. There's this elegance to him a lot, physical, yeah. uh, which yeah. is which is really good. And then she was just completely vulnerable. Like she's so good at playing, like being sick yeah. and being afraid, yeah. and <laughs> all the bad. <laughs> Sounds like he had a good time and she had a terrible time. <laughs> but yeah. even like the way he, uh, in the end, like he comes down because he, he's he's that typical stoic, right? Mm. Um, mm. Cold uh, male character. Uh, but then in the end, that crumbles. And yeah. that's brilliant. Like the scene when he walks into the room, when he sees her. Yeah his face like it's yeah. such an understated performance um yeah. it's so good and then her also in that scene it's so specific but when she's when she's sitting on the bed the camera turns to her and it's only her and i'm like oh, she's so good like she's so you just good. feel like so good you just feel like you're yeah. watching this real so so much so many layers like it's that she was absolutely brilliant and what what a stomach like she had abs like she had a perfect like <laughs> i kept looking <laughs> kept looking she's like she has this little top and and sh a skirt in the first scenes and i was like yeah. oh my god she's like a washboard it's perfect <laughs> yeah oh but but um but about her being a modern woman, it's actually interesting because I feel like sometimes we people have that idea. And there's definitely a lot of old movies where the female characters were not as strong. But there's a lot of mm. movies where they were really strong. And mm. you see that in, in, yes, Ingrid Bergman. But you see that a lot in, in um, actresses like Katherine Hepburn. Yeah. Most of her, yeah, a lot of her characters were very modern, forward-thinking, uh, no-nonsense kind but, of. But but women. but you know they're always like modern in these ways. They're never modern in the mess way. She's she was modern ah okay, I get it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I get it. She modern in the I get it. Yeah. Yeah, she was admittedly like very messy. Sure, yes. I mean, yeah. today we would see her with like a a bad like hair bun and eating a yeah. McDonald's or whatever, just passed out. It's yeah. the it's the nineteen forties equivalent, I guess. Yep. Of Bridget Jones. <laughs> yeah. It is. She it was is. also drunk, and yeah. promiscuous. <laughs> Get her talk about your video. <laughs> <laughs> You guys noticed I was video? here? You guys noticed I was here? Yeah. Oh, we don't forget about you. You, you get you get you get different when you talk about old movies. <laughs> oh, I do love them. Yeah. Is that wait, was that I a don't, good thing or <laughs> I don't have the, I don't have that sort of passion. Oh. <laughs> you have it about K Hello. But I yeah. did not go and talk about so much. Like, I just, like, I feel like I, the passion is not expressed through words for me that well, which is ironic because I had a blog for 10 years, but 
but I feel like, and I podcast, which is weird. But I, I just, I'm very, I'm very. And you write for a living. I know yeah. write for a living, and I do <laughs> interviews for a living. And what the fuck? <laughs> no, but I mean, I'm very. I get to the point really quickly, and I don't like dwell in in details as much. And I feel like with with older movies, like you're saying, there's a lot of like elements that you like notice and mm-hmm. and you kind of like dwell with. And I just watch k-dramas where a woman turns into a dog and even the detail like that actually like it bothers me more likely but there was like like when she turns into a dog she loses her clothes but when they kiss and break the curse like she's accidentally wearing the clothes again she should be naked guys let's make it r-rated but like (laughs) I don't I don't necessarily want to talk about it because it's a fucking stupid mistake and I don't want to, you know. I, I want you guys to watch this movie, the, the K-drama. But yeah. But the more you talk about old movies, the less I want to see them. That does make sense. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, she's, she's indirectly <laughs> telling us to not talk about old movies anymore. She's no, but you're like, saying she's a mess, and to shut her up, you, she he kisses her like this. All no, sounds very. No, but in very, a good way. Like, 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 she was. <laughs> that happens in nineties <laughs> comedies as well. That happens yeah. when the woman just just starts like rambling, and then the guy grabs her and kisses her to shut her yeah, up but you because ex- she's not making sense. <laughs> But you're explaining it as a like not a very good way, like in those like there's no yeah. not not like pl- playfulness in no, for me like, as a viewer in like those dark, types no. of movies. Because it I mean, there's spies. The, yeah, but it gives off the Darcy vibes. You know, he's kind of like the Darcy, where he's all moody. He's like stoic he doesn't show a lot of emotion you know because he's uh he's actually this is fucked up but he was like testing her to see if she really liked him (laughs) like when if she decides to like will she seduce or not sebastian uh he didn't say that it would bother him because it was like a test so yes there's red flags i'm not saying there are but (laughs) yeah but that's that's what i feel like there's like I think that like that forties type like American no, perfect no. high swife uh, type of vibe in like in society is it's like so... coming off from <clears throat> the movies of that era, and it's not the the era in history that I also don't necessarily like, where you kind of like have the man go to work and return home, and the wife is just there as as token of you know. I feel like people have that impression and some movies would definitely have that, especially maybe the more, I don't know, the less, the not as good ones. Um, But a lot of the most famous movies of that time actually featured like strong women and and unconventional characters. It wasn't, um, it wasn't always like, uh, you know, like that. And you can also find a lot of red flags in 90s comedies, for sure. Like, you, you will always find oh, red flags. Yeah. yeah, because times change. So people change, and what we think is acceptable or not changes. But no, no. It's a lot of, a lot of them are pretty, like, a lot of them, even the, the, in some of them, the woman is even, like, the dominant one. Um, mm. 
it's just that obviously yeah in some things you have to put it into perspective but in this case i'm painting it probably in a darker light than it actually is he was kind mm -hmm. of mean but um but he wasn't like like he was hitting her or something, you know, not at all. Yeah. Nothing like that. Well, that's, 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 uh, if no, you don't mention none that, of that, that would be weird. <laughs> there's, yeah, no, there's, there's none of that. There's no, well, I mean, he does knock her off, but, <laughs> but she was very drunk and acting irresponsibly. <laughs> so it's more yeah. of a thriller. He knocks her off in a thriller type way, not in a abusive way. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I don't think that you would like it just because. Uh, yeah, well, black I and would white. not like it. Black and white, first thing. It's not necessary. I don't uh, think it's necessary. No, black and white, old. Black and white, old. Also, yeah. it is true that I've shown this movie to, to other people our age. And sometimes they don't like it. They don't like old movies, especially not necessarily because of what you're saying, but also because of what you're saying, meaning they don't, it's not realistic, you know? Yeah. Um, like Nick said, and I said, like, they, she falls in love really fast, you know, and it gets very intense in that old Hollywood kind of way, like, oh, Devlin, I can't live without you, you know, something like that. Um, yeah. And that, puts people off because that's not how it works uh yeah, yeah, yeah. And but, I did, I, I, but i liked roman holiday and there's a lot of old movies like that like uh, the katherine hepburn movies that i was mentioning and there's a couple with Cary grant like the philadelphia story is hilarious like that mm. the, they were so clever the thing that people the thing that i realize watching old movies and that's what made me love them as well is that the people they were the same as us like <laughs> that's the thing wow. you realize yeah they were people like us <laughs> yeah. yeah that's never that's never good <laughs> they were the, like they were not but, but i think yeah the values and, and and different views and 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 so on because like even even my Some like grandfather ways, he's from a different but he's from a different generation and he does not understand me at all like mm. and so i have like the 40s like it just gives me hives <laughs> like i understand their people too but they still have certain anyway and 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 you were saying that the um you were saying that maybe ref society reflected what happened in movies. The thing is that society wasn't like in the movies. The movies were like that because there was a moral code. It, before, like, the Hays Code was there, it was really sexual. It was very, like, the very. botchery. Yes, it was raunchy. It was lesbians. It was everything. It was reality. Um, and it didn't stop, like... People didn't stop being like that. Uh, it's just that the screens didn't reflect that for mm. uh, about 20 years. Because uh, it was like in 1952 or something that they stopped the, the Hays Code and then it went back to normal. Uh, never went back quite to what it was like in the 20s and <laughs> early 30s, but yeah. Um, but so... 
society wasn't all like that. That's like, you know, looking at a telenovela and thinking that Latin people are like that. It's not true. It's not. So, you know. Also, Getter, welcome to India. You will see 1940s here. <laughs> it's still oh, very prevalent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, a lot of those things. Yeah. I remember there's... as a as a kid. I remember when I was in first grade, the word "pregnant" was like taboo because it like implied sex. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It also implies future of the country, but that doesn't matter, I guess. Well, as a child, as a child, what the fuck will I care about the future? Of yeah. the <laughs> Respectfully, what did I know? No, I think that's that's true. Like we had quite a lot of that too. Being, I think, Catholic. I think the Catholic influence is very yeah. strong here. Oh, so, yeah, but it's very we conservative. Here. Satans. We are Satans. Yes, like pagans. pagans. Pagans we are, and pagans we are, yeah. So that's all for our picks. Uh, what did you guys think about us doing this topic? I loved it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Should> I... <laughs> no. Yeah, no, like I, like I said, I was like Gedder. I was really scared when I started watching it because it's been many years yeah. and it's, yeah, it's kind of like what they say, never go back to where you were happy or something. Uh, so <laughs> I had the same, isn't it? Don't they say that? <laughs> I'm not, I'll never meet your heroes is what I've heard. That's true. But I also think you shouldn't yeah. go back to a place where you were happy. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the one. Fair, fair. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh but yeah so i was i was scared that i wouldn't like it as much but it was a very interesting experience i definitely uh see it i think i see different things uh namely the mm -hmm. red flags that i mentioned um mm -hmm. but i definitely see it in, the, in a different light but i it also reminded me of why i loved it and why i like old movies and why i like movies and even watching your film getting mm. in the mood for love and yeah. so i think that's been a conversation where i don't feel like these days i don't feel as excited about mm -hmm. uh movies and i thought that maybe it was just age and probably it can be you know life and all of that but mm -hmm realizing that you can go back to your childhood um childlike adoration and obsession about something yeah. is very yeah. rewarding and i think it's important yeah. even as adults yeah Agreed. for me it was i i was really like i enjoyed the fact that i saw three movies in what three days or two days yeah like i've not done that <laughs> in so long apart from like the film festival and stuff so mm -hmm. you know just like like there was like like because of our timing there was a sunday that i had you know in the middle and stuff like that um but that was nice like i missed doing that like this topic was a fun thing to you know 
just for me like that was the most rewarding like of course like rewatching all these films and especially notorious because zodiac and in the mood for love i've watched multiple times this was my second ever watch of notorious so um i was really happy about mm-hmm. that um getter yeah what did you feel about this topic it's been a while for me since i watched anything that didn't require subtitles and i feel like I'm getting <laughs> like it's because I have attention problems at the moment. I feel like because there's so much going on in my life. So when yeah. I watch something, I like to be immersed in it a hundred percent. And with Soda, it was like it was a struggle in a way to just keep focus. Yeah, please, and not you know grab your phone or anything but no it was it was nice to go back to something and it's just like re ignited my love for serial killers and the <laughs> true crime <laughs> that's that's the thing like I, I i listened to this uh rotten mango podcast and it has um, a lot of true crime things from like Asian countries like China, Japan, Korea. And they have like native speakers doing the research from like different sources. And just listening to that, just, you know, I would love, I think I'm going to search for like, but since a lot of the subscriptions that I have mm-hmm. for like Asian content mostly have like dramas and stuff, they don't have like the movies. So mm-hmm. I hope mm. I can I can watch some crime stuff as well because I watched one movie like a Korean movie that was like a crime thing and it was a bit ridiculous just as as their romances and for mm-hmm. crime I think I, I I enjoy more the realistic the yeah the realistic aspect for for crime romance can be as you know women turning into dogs whatever love it you need but you need crime, to go on like uh, a British uh, TV show binge of their they're really good at crime their crime series are usually really good true you need to get into I, do, I do I do I do love like uh, Scandinavian crime as well because a true. lot of yeah, a lot of British uh, shows and, and, and stuff are, are very often inspired by by Danish or or Swedish um, crime dramas because yeah. it's already no, like it. just the mood. The mood in Scandinavia is gloomy, just like in Britain. It's gloomy. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, and and Britain did have a good share of serial killers. <laughs> so, yeah. so like they have a lot. So yeah, what, what it did is just spark my interest towards true crime again. So, yeah. look out, world! I'm coming i don't know <laughs> no, i'm not gonna kill anyone trust me i'm too i'm too lazy for that uh-oh yeah. <laughs> fair, enough. fair enough i get that um okay next question have your feelings changed about this this film the film that you chose have my feelings changed uh no no i still love it no. it's nice. it's um it's very good i still love it yeah same, same. Yeah, I it, it's it's I don't think it's as as on the high level, but it's I'm still not gonna remove it from my letterbox. Like it's okay. still gonna remain there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Good. And last question. Would you like to revisit these films 10 years later? Your film. Oh. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, mm. definitely. Yeah. We'll be here. It's a one day kind of thing. That's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> if, if if the world has not fallen apart by then. Yes. Yeah, those are those were my questions. Anything else you guys wanted to say? Not uh, really. No, just uh, a really good taste all around. Yay. Good. Congratulations. <laughs> Yeah, congratulations. I, I liked I liked our themes. Like no one was like no one went for like a comedy for some reason. <laughs> we all just were just like yes, yeah, sad and scary. Yeah. Um, but just just to say, like comedies also kind of like fall into the trap of time because yeah. a lot of the jokes they made like ages ago feel very outdated or like they come like well, they become weird and like with so much context added to them like it's just... there is that you you said that i immediately remember that uh what where is it i think it's in bringing up baby or something where carrie grant says i just went gay all of a sudden <laughs> He was so gay. I was watching it. I was watching Notorious and I'm telling him. Like, oh, yeah, he was he was gay. <laughs> Which so just gay. is. <laughs> you can't say you can't see it in the film, obviously, but you know, uh, yes, yeah, I think you can clearly. Yes, yes, not in this, was... not in this. I mean, just I mean, if no, not in. Sassy, oh, sassy. you said uh, you can or you can't. You can't in, in Notorious. Oh, not in. No, no, in Notorious you can't. Maybe just in the way he walks, because he's way too elegant. Like, <laughs> I noticed Tony Tony Leung's um, like gait as well. Like especially when yeah. he's walking down down the steps. Yes, he yes. so effortless. He's so handsome, even from the back. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, anyway, so okay. that's it for that's it for our main discussion on revisiting favorite films. No plugs. Okay. No plugs. Um, no plugs. <laughs> Once again, my name is Nick, and you can find me on Twitter at Nikhat underscore Z. My name is Gatip. You can find me on Twitter at MetronRay. And I'm Sophia. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter under uh, Returning Videotapes. All our episodes are free to download and listen to on Spotify and Apple Podcasts under Across the Universe Podcast. You can also find them on our blog, acrosstheuniversepodcast.wordpress.com and follow us on Twitter at atu underscore podcast and on Facebook under facebook.com slash acrosstheuniversepodcast. Feel free to share your thoughts on the movies we discussed or any of your own and how you would feel or have felt upon revisiting them on any of these platforms. We would love to hear what you have to say. New episodes go up every other Tuesday, so stay tuned for our next episode coming out Two weeks from now which will be inspired by the leap year and about time as a plot device so till next time bye bye siempre que te pregunto que cuando como y donde tu siempre me respondes quizás quizás quizás